Thanks for checking out the Tennessee Holler Podcast, the flagship podcast of the Tennessee Holler Podcast Network. Subscribe to and support the Holler at www.tnholler.com to help us fearlessly yell the truth about Tennessee. And be sure to subscribe to the growing family of Holler Podcasts while you're there. You can also follow the Holler on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the TN Holler. Tennessee. 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 Kayla, how are you? This is Kayla Parker from Organized Tennessee. Nice to meet you. I'm Justin Cassie. We have never met you before. Hey, hello. Glad to, though. Glad to have you on. Uh, nice to meet you all. Yeah, I was see, just eating a piece of uh, piece of candy, so I'm excited that I finished chewing. <laughs> okay. Did you see Good any timing. of the nonsense? Like, how up on all of this nonsense at the legislature are you? Uh, pretty up on the nonsense. Pretty infuriated by the nonsense, uh, which is kind of sparked why I, you know, I do the work that I do because I am motivated by anger. So. Uh, always angry, never, never goes away, um, but even more so angry lately uh, and seeing some of the legislature that has, uh, or what the legislature has done in response to so many things that have been seen as progressive and moving us forward. It's just well, hard to watch. Anger is an excellent motivator, I find. Uh, yep. Tell us, you mentioned the work that you do. Tell us a little bit about Organized Tennessee and what you guys are up to. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So I'm the new executive director of Organized Tennessee, started at the beginning of February. So we're a a new nonprofit that's working on breaking down barriers to voting. So anything that makes it harder for Tennesseans to vote, um, we're going to be we're going to be up against. And there's a lot of things, as you all are very (laughs) well aware of. Um, I love that you all recently called out uh, Janice Bowling's piece of legislation uh, that would have eliminated early voting, things like that, things that uh, you know, fingerprinting voters, um, you know, poll watching, making sure that we've got people actually on the ground, making sure that the the process is easy, fair, and free for everyone. Um, that's some of the things that we're we're starting to do. So the name of our game is voter protection. Um, we hope to expand and be able to organize and talk to voters and uh, build upon the registration work that has already begun in the state. Uh, but we're really plugging into a hole that has been. Uh, that we're looking to fill, which is that voter protection piece. And I have been told that voter protection is not sexy. And so I've been looking to find ways of making it sexier, <laughs> but it is what it is. And we are, we're working on that right now. So that, that's who we are. Uh, and that's what I'm doing with us. Well, yeah, it's very, tough oh, when issues like sorry. are just, I don't know, they're not like firebrand issues as much like at the holler we really try to like flame secretary hargett and everything and you know i think we do as much as we can with that but yeah i mean sometimes this stuff is just like kind of really nitty-gritty but super important mm-hmm. um yeah. so we're just yeah really glad that you're doing that work and oh, thank um you. yeah you all are doing great <laughs> work need too it. yeah <laughs> y'all make it a lot easier well we try to and and so like from nuts and bolts like is it about you know, registering voters? Is it about getting volunteers? Like what, what is the need and you know, what's, what's the focus or is it just all of the above? Yeah. I mean, so we have a really specific focus right now and that's voter protection. So we're training poll watchers. Um, we're looking to train election commissioners. Um, we are hosting annual CLE trainings for Tennessee lawyers so that we have folks on hand that can litigate if need be. Uh, and we're working with our partner organizations like the League of Women Voters um, and making sure that voters are protected when they, when they go and show up at the polls. Um, but to do the work that 
we need to do in the state of Tennessee, there's so much more that we need to be doing. Um, registration is very key. And there has been really great registration efforts in the state of Tennessee already. And we've seen retaliatory, uh, we've seen retaliation from the state legislature because of those efforts as well. Um, I don't even know what the word I was trying to find there was, but y'all know what I mean. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah. Um, but you see, you see the retaliation happen so often when we do make those steps towards progress. And so we, we do aspire to be able to build out a voter registration program um, as well as a voter education program because um, a lot of civic engagement just stems from people being in the know of what's happening, which is why I love y'all <laughs> and y'all hollering about all of these righteous fights that are going down. Um, we want to continue to keep people engaged and involved. Um, one thing that we started this month in our newsletter was the wall of shame. And so those are the pieces <laughs> of legislation that should have some shame attached to them and the legislators that are pushing them. Uh, wow. So yeah, that, that's what we do. And that's what we're, we're hoping to grow to be able to do. But we are new. So we're starting with uh, sheer well, voter I, protection right now. You just made me reminded me of a bad idea that I threw at Cassie yesterday. <laughs> I thought it was uh, a great idea. Uh, I'm it, excited. It's, it's a March Madness, but for Ooh. terrible Tennessee Republican <sighs> legislators. So we would have like the top 64 most extreme Republicans, and we would vote until wow. we crowned the most extreme radical Republican in Tennessee in honor of March <laughs> Madness. So Jeez, call them out. <laughs> Sometimes I'll just throw things at Cassie. Already got votes. Like, like, yeah, let's figure that out. And then I'll realize it's probably too hard to do and it'll go away. But there are too so many. That, it's like you have to tie so many of them, I feel like. Uh, I know. I think you should so lean many into different that one. categories. Like <laughs> yes, but lean have, into that one though. If if anyone comes to mind for people who are watching, I'd love to know who you think is the most extreme. Jerry Sexton lately has been making a really good push for most extreme. Uh, you mentioned some of the other organizations. Like, are you are you working with organizations? Like, is it is it you know because uh, it's you know there are a lot of good ones, and but to, to me, the more the merrier. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, cannot do this alone by no stretch. I mean, no. we we have so much work to do. Uh, it's clear in our numbers. It's clear in how engaged folks are. Um, so I think it's just important to recognize that all of these nonprofits in Tennessee really hold a piece of the puzzle. Uh, and we're hoping to be a piece of the puzzle that has been a whole and we want to be able to fill that that component. Um, but we are working with other organizations and we sit at the, the C3 engagement table. Um, so we're working with folks like Think Tennessee. We're working with folks like um, Equity Alliance. We're working with folks um, just all over the place. Anyone who is coming to the table, which is most of these nonprofits that are at our table are coming in with um, their focus. And we want to be able to help the work that they're doing by being able to fill uh, a need. So, yeah, we're working with uh, quite a few organizations. And in 2020, we were working um, like right in the same boiler room as a lot of our partners. And so we were able to do some really great work um, already. And now we're just looking to build and continue building on those partnerships. But, yeah, no chance that we can do the work alone. There's so much. Tell us yeah. a little bit about about your story and your path to here. Like, what's your what's your background? I know that I think you're from Memphis, right? Yes, nine oh one. I'm so loud about that. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest fan of the Grizzlies, grit grind all day. Um, but originally from Memphis, I graduated from the University of Tennessee Knoxville, um, and my journey is kind of it's not linear by any stretch. Um, but I became an activist first, and I still consider myself an activist first. And I didn't want to be an activist. I actually wanted to be a doctor growing up. My dad's a doctor. I saw it. I wanted to be it. Um, but I'm also a queer Black woman who lives in Tennessee. And so 
I was faced with a lot of violence as it comes when you are a loud, proud black woman. And I found myself in a lot of situations, especially on the campus of University of Tennessee, having to stand up for myself and not having too many people backing me up. So if I didn't speak out, nobody was gonna speak out. And so I, I'm a naturally like, you would be shocked. I'm a naturally shy person. Um, I've like started leaning in more on like just going for opportunities, even if my voice is shaking, just speak the truth and like let it sit out there and see where it goes. And I really leaned into that in college and only pursued opportunities that were gonna help me be better at voicing um, and talking to people about the issues that I care about most. Um, and that led me to work for organizations like Amnesty International. Um, really, really frustrated um, by the situation happening in uh, Myanmar, uh, formerly known as Burma, right. uh, the famine in uh, Yemen, and you know all of these different global issues. Um, and I wanted to see if for a couple of years, I could convince people right around me to care about those issues enough to support um, ending them. And so I got, I got really good at being able to talk to people about what I care about and decided to put that forward towards fights that uh, I want to see us win. And a lot of that is in domestic politics. And so I worked for Elizabeth Warren's campaign. Uh, I worked in Georgia uh, on the runoffs. Uh, I've worked in Kentucky. Um, but there's nowhere like home. It, do, it just doesn't feel right to go to different states and be studying and learning these skills and then not come home and take that work home and do the work that's needed because there's so much work to do here. So the goal has always been to come back to Tennessee. Um, the goal has always been to study what works and what doesn't work and what the South needs and doesn't need. Um, and so it's just a, a beautiful opportunity to be able to lead this organization and be able to build on it so that we can actually see those changes long term. Um, but yeah, the main goal is to convince people to believe in the South and invest in the South and not just invest in us when we have an election, but invest in us right. long term um, because right. that's what's needed. Well, that, that's, that's what I was going to ask. Go ahead, Kathy. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I, I think that's so fantastic. I mean, as, as Justin said earlier, like we the more the merrier, you know, <laughs> we need. Um, I mean, obviously, people are talking a lot. Of, and thank you also for your work, um, just all your work, but also your, you know, most recently your work on Georgia. Um, and and people are, you know, talking about, oh, you know, we have to Stacey Abrams, Tennessee, and that's totally true. But we're also our own our own place. And yeah. so like, we've got these homegrown organizers like yourself. Um, and we need them here. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, that's just that's so fantastic. How and I was wondering, um, I was actually just wondering about like, you were talking about needing to do like what, political education is one of your focuses, um, or just like civic education, I suppose. Um, and what, what does that look like um, through Organized Tennessee? That's a great question. So I think that really connects with just um, my methodology about anger. Um, and a lot of times anger is what motivates people to actually get engaged and involved when they know what's happening right in front of them. Um, so, I mean, we've only been around for one month or I've only been around for one month with Organized Tennessee. And in this month, um, we started dealing with a lot of, you know, petitioning and seeing how people respond to when we alert them of this issue that's going on. And we actually did get a lot of support around um, one issue that we saw on the Secretary of State's um, official election calendar of 2021. There was an erroneous election date on it. It had just straight up the wrong wrong election date, which is a problem for the town of Jacksboro, yeah. if they're Jeez. going to go look at what their date is. Um, and so we petitioned the Secretary of State to make changes, but also to notify all of the constituents that this was an issue and an error, and that the change has been made and let them know what the date of their election is. Um, well, we got like half of that. They 
quietly made the change oh. uh, to their calendar, <laughs> but they did not notify all of their constituents. So oh our my goal, God. yeah. So things like that. I mean, when we see an issue, we want to be able to rally Tennesseans around it so that those changes can be made, but then we can get a hundred percent of what we're asking for so that everyone's in the know about all of these issues that are facing their communities. What, and what do you we think we're already statewide. So yeah, no, go ahead. The pitch is to people who are looking at Tennessee and, you know, maybe thinking, oh, well, why am I going to invest in Tennessee, you know, when there are other states that are closer? Like how do, because it seems like a chicken and the egg thing. Like until we get closer, people don't invest, but it's hard to get closer if people don't invest. So what's the, what's the pitch? Yeah. So I'd say that the pitch is easier these days because people are actually able to see what investment does for a Southern state. Uh, it was very challenging to get people, like I said, voter protection is not sexy, but if anyone made it sexier, that's Stacey Abrams. Um, and so <laughs> being able to show investors and being able to show uh, supporters, you know, look how far we have to go. And this is where we currently are. You know, we're so low when it comes to voter participation, but we're also really low when it comes to registration. And if we put more investment and funds into making sure that we have teams of people to be able to go out and register people, um, that only and bringing in national dollars and having eyes on us, that's only going to benefit um, our long-term goals of being able to get, um, you know, half a million people registered to vote in the next ten years. Um, so we want to show investors, yes, we've got like a long ways to go, and we want to show supporters that. Yeah, it might feel like you've been, our state has been neglected for a while, um, but that is, that's not the case. The, the infrastructure is currently being laid, but we have to be mm -hmm. able to have that long-term investment rather than short-term 2018 national race, put all the funds in and then forget about right. the state. <laughs> uh, right. And then, that's what we've seen, so. And put that, the most moderate, goal. like lukewarm candidate <laughs> and put all the money into that guy, like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and then be done with it. That's right. the problem. Is that too often yeah. people look at the election as the goal, and that's not the goal. It has to be an ongoing right. process. Elections are just sort of markers along the way. But unless this is an ongoing project and building, you know, and you're in it for the long haul, like you're right. just looking at it the wrong way. And you know, Absolutely. people feel that too. So you know, we can't just go invest in specific communities in October for a November election right. either. Uh, so I think it's good that you're doing it. I think it's, you know, the more the merrier when it comes to organizations like yours. How can people help? Yeah. And I'll say one more thing about that. Like yeah. communities recognize when you come in with short term goals. Um, right. If you're coming in just advocating for a certain campaign for a matter of six months or a year and then you're out of that community and they never see a political organizer again. But if you have organizers in communities doing deep organizing, deep canvassing, getting to know communities, working within the communities, giving back to the communities, hiring community members right. um, and are actually able to invest in them, then that's when you create that long term trust that's going to allow people to feel, OK, maybe the political process is something that I should engage in because it's right in front of me and I see it. Um, so that, that's something that I wanted to add to. No, I think that's a really good point. I think that's a really good point. How can people help what you're doing? Where do they go? OganizeTennessee.com? I love that question. Yeah, OganizeTennessee.org is our new website. That we actually works, just so. rebranded. Yeah, no worries. Uh, just rebranded, have a new logo, loving it. Um, but right now we're really in this building phase. Um, we've got these amazing plans and goals, and we have already started doing a lot with voter protection, just even in this past uh, Chattanooga municipal election. We had some poll watchers out. We trained them. 
uh, and we're continuing to build our volunteer base. Um, but we're looking for people to support us. And uh, grassroots is the move. The grassroots is what we need. It's going to be a people movement. So check out our yeah. website, see what we're about. Uh, sign up for some poll watching trainings. Um, we've got our CLE annual training that's going to be coming up. It's going to be a free uh, training for all. And, you know, get involved and donate and reach out to me if you want. I've got a lot of people sending me uh, suggestions. They're like, Organized Tennessee needs to be on TikTok. I'm like, I'm going to check it out. <laughs> I'm going to check it out. I don't know if I'm going to, I'm not going to crush it or anything like that, but I could try if that gets the vote out. But uh, we are such building phase that I want to hear from everyone. Um, we're always an open door for suggestions and help and support and I'm of the belief that there's a place for everyone uh, in every movement. Um, you know, we hope to have phone banks and text banks, but if that's not your thing, if research is your thing, come on, doors open. Talk to me about how, uh, what your skills are so that I can see how that can help us out here in Tennessee. So yeah, that's what we need. Oh, very cool. Well, awesome. I'm glad you're here doing that work. You know, Thank you. a lot of good people doing it, you know, Civic TN, another one, Equity Alliance, yep. obviously. So you know, the more the merrier, in my opinion. And uh, I'm glad you're here. And maybe we'll check in with you again down the line, see how things are going. And you can always just jump on here to talk some some stuff with us too about all the nonsense. <laughs> oh, and man, you can flame Hargit with us anytime. Yeah, <laughs> oh, please. I am ready. I am gay. I'm, I'm so into right. that. <laughs> cool. Kayla, thanks so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Sure. Thanks for having me. I'll see you. Right, take care. So that's Kayla from Organized Tennessee. Uh, you know, another group that's doing some good work here. And again, I just feel like the more the merrier, Yeah. you know, uh, obviously we're friendly with the Equity Alliance who's doing some of that work. Civic Tennessee is another Porch one. Porch Politics tonight. Porch, uh, Porch Politics is tonight. 6 p.m. Central. What, what. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, get involved. I'm sure, you know, if you're watching this show still with us, you're probably doing something like that. Uh, but definitely support them and you know, I, I like that she's young and, yeah. you know, I think it's always good to have the young people running things like that. And local from Memphis, you know, that's mm -hmm. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I see the TikTok. Everybody's saying TikTok. I, I like the TikTok <laughs> videos I see, but I haven't figured out how to like, you know, I, I'm so focused <laughs> on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. We still haven't solved. I got Oh now man. Got it's like, Vine. yeah, I remember like just <laughs> so when I was starting platforms, to understand Vine, it went away. You know, oh, I know. But I, I think TikTok, I TikTok seems better than Vine ever was. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, I respect yeah. people who do it. I just, yeah. I feel like I kind of found we, my I don't thing. know if we have the bandwidth right now. <laughs> if we someone don't. wants to do a holler TikTok, reach out to us. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Again, follow the holler. Check out Coming to America tomorrow. Let me know what you think. And uh, we appreciate you guys as always. And we will see you on Tuesday. Tennis.